Hello, welcome to another EMA podcast in the Dynamic Workplace series where we're looking at, you know, the effects of changes <coughs> in the workplace uh, recently, the way change has sort of been accelerated and the way different organisations have responded to that and getting advice from, from various experts. Um, so I'm John Bradbury and I'm in the People Experience uh, team here at the, the EMA. I work as a growth advisor and um, today, uh, I'm really pleased that uh, what I, uh, that I have with me today is uh, Tina Evangelista, who is the Head of People and Culture at Sealink. And um, I think in terms of um, sort of Tina's, Tina's role, um, it'd probably be best if I, I handed to her to introduce herself and explain what her role is. Yeah. Th- thanks, John. Um, well, thanks for having me first and foremost. Mm. Um, and yeah, so... Uh, my role really is, um, you know, as head of people and cultures to look at um, employee engagement um, and among other things. Um, but what we've um, been focusing on really for the past uh, six to, t- oh, sorry, six to twelve months um, is. Um, you know, how we can make the employee experience better for people. Um, when I started, we had, um, you know, very little information around, um, you know, what it is that employees were looking for, what made them join Sealink, what made them stay, and also what made them leave, you know. And I thought this was something that would be really interesting um, to find out and, you know, using all that information to make the employee experience much better for everyone working at Sealink. Right. Okay. So there's a whole range of things then in terms of, you know, the employee experience in a, in a workplace that needs people to join, needs people to stay, needs pe- people to sort of be, be effective. So, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, what, what, have, you, what have you done in terms of the, of the, the sort of work in, work in that area? Right. You know, so... Um, we well, we had our, our engagement survey, mm-hmm. um, and um, based on the feedback that we received from that survey, um, I felt it was important to um, get people who are working at Sealink more involved into, uh, you know, communicating with us and giving us more feedback about what things would work, what would not work, um, and. S- there was also, you know, a big uh, emphasis on uh, retaining people um, and attracting people as well. So th- this was one area where, you know, I wasn't really sure, you know, whether, you know, h- how, we, how best to go about it. And one of the things that, you know, came to my mind is, well, you know, we need to develop an employee value proposition or an EVP. And for, for those who are not in the HR space, what that really means is just, you know, finding out the what's in it for me, for people working at C-Link. Um, like, what are the reasons that they join? Why, why do they stay? And also what makes them leave? So um, we reached out um, to EMA and, um, you know, we 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 working with um, Kirsty Thomas. She's amazing. Um, she's uh, one of the consultants that you guys have, and um, you know, working with her to help us develop that the the EVP. Um, so she's done quite a lot in terms of getting 
uh, views from people who work at Ceiling. And I thought it was important to get someone externally to do it, just so that, um, you know, people would be able to speak freely and, you know, openly about what they thought, uh, you know, and we would get feedback in a very objective way. Um, so we, we've had some interviews, and then there was workshops, um, all to develop the EVP. It's been quite a, a great um, process. Uh, we've involved people from across the business, um, and you know, to help set tell us or you know help develop like what is it that makes ceiling so special? Uh-huh. What is it that um, yeah? What is it that pe- makes people look forward to coming to work? What is it that you know, what's, what's the positive things? What are some of our strengths in terms of um, working at C-Link? Um, so, so that work's been done. Um, and uh, we've, from, there, from that point on, we've continued some work uh, by establishing like what we call uh, em- employee experience network group. So that's a, a, a group of employees uh, from across the business again, and we've asked for volunteers, you know, people who want to come work with us uh, in a collaborative and participative way and, you know, help us tackle some of uh, the maybe things that came out, out you know, during the, during the workshops that we had previously. Um, we talked about what would improve employee experience at Sealink. So, uh, you know, tackle the recommendations that came out of that uh, is one. And then if, for us in the people and culture space, if, you know, we have initiatives that we'd like uh, to implement, we want people really to tell us, like, is this going to work? Or what's the better way to go about this? You know, and how do we go about this? Um, or should we just been that idea? Is it not something that people want? Because we ultimately, we want to be able to give uh, or provide people with um, initiatives that res- resonate with them. Um, otherwise, there's no point, really. Yes. Yeah. So it sounds like there's, uh, you know, from the, from those initial thoughts you had, you know, looking at the engagement survey, that, that a lot of work has taken place, and, and that's involved a lot of people. You talk, talk about uh, getting people's feedback, involving mm. people, people experience sort of network within, within the organisation. Um, and you talk to, you know, the challenges of um, retention, Mm-hmm. And, and attraction, and obviously at the moment, retention is such a thing that's on 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 people's mind. Um, what's your sense with the with with the project work that you've done, the work you're doing at the moment about you know how how is this helping you to improve retention? Yeah, so um, we because of the work that we've done, you know, and. Uh, initially, initially, all you know what I was thinking was, oh, all we need is to develop our EVP, um, and once we have that, oh, it's going to help us with employer branding. It's going to help us with a lot of things, you know. But it, it actually just doesn't end there. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was just really the starting point. Uh, what I've realized is it's an ongoing, uh, it's an ongoing initiative, you know, um, and what we've established in in terms of the employee experience network group needs to continue on but it's not just you know having discussions but we need to follow that up with action and um, I think it's really important um, that you know to get value out of it and to get you know in people engaged 
with 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 uh, this um, initiative that we have um, is that people you know see ah oh, yes so something's happening you know mm. things are changing um, you know that people feel that uh, or know that you know what they're saying is actually being acknowledged and you know being addressed. Um, and you know, really, all we want is for people to be successful in their roles, um, and to to have fun and you know, enjoy coming to work. Because we spend like what eight, ten hours a day um, at work. Um, sometimes even more time than with our families at home, right? So. Um, yeah, we, we just really want people to be happy at work, be successful, and how we can, you know, figure out how we can support them to do that. But that's quite a challenging thing to do at the moment, isn't it? There's so much change ha- happening, uh, you know, in, in the wider world. Yes. There's been all the challenges of, of COVID as well, mm-hmm. um, which would particularly affect uh, an industry like, like yours in terms of trying to run vessels yes. and yeah. provide that, that sort of service. Um, so you just, just tell me a little bit about how those sort of wider changes um, have affected uh, in terms of the experience of working for Sealink for people and how the things that you're doing you feel are perhaps making that experience for employees better. Yeah, yeah. so um, COVID was really challenging. Mm. Um, you know, um, we we had to scale down our operations, mm. uh, you know, and at one point during lockdown, you know, we, we had people who were home, not working, um, or working from home. Um, and then, of course, some you know, some had COVID or had household contacts who had COVID, um, you know, so it was really a challenging time for, I think, everybody. Um, and, you know, because of the lockdown and because of, of how things were at that time, it, it was also a challenge to keep connected with people mm-hmm. and um, keep communication going. And, I, you know, um, I think this this work that we're doing at the moment um, has helped to improve all that. Uh, you know, we we want to engage our people more, and you know, this is one way that uh, you know we are hearing from people about what what you know the the little things that actually um, you know bother people. They're actually the things that you know we we think. Oh, that's just a little thing. But actually, those are the big things, you know. Um, if there's a little thing that you encounter every day, it becomes a big thing. And, you know, sometimes these small things are quite easy to fix. But, you know, just because we sometimes don't hear about it mm-hmm. or we find out later about it, you know, th- this this um, project that we're doing is sort of bringing people together and opening up those um, communication lines in a way that hasn't been done previously. Um, so I think it's it's been really good. Uh, and, you know, we're just really starting. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I hope, you know, it, that this brings, like, you know, um, a, you know, a lot of positive change in that space uh, in terms of communication, collaboration, and being, you know, participative. Um, it's quite difficult when, you know, you, you've got multi-site operations and then you've got people in different rosters, work schedules. Um, 
so you know that that is a challenge. But you know, we we've realized that as long as we make time and prioritize that, yes, people are busy. We know that, but I think because people are engaged and they this is something that they've said you know it's a good idea they they want it they they make time for it um, and that's one of the things that I think um, help or makes this initiative a success or yeah, yeah um, so it sounds yeah. like you're you're getting information that perhaps you wouldn't have got before from from your staff about yeah. the way in which you can help them to do their their jobs their jobs better yeah um, what is it that's really sort of facilitated that happening how have you enabled that to happen because lots of organizations would want that and would think they'd get that from an engagement survey but it sounds like you get you've dug a bit deeper and got something mm. more qualitative there just tell me about that well um it, for me personally you know um i really you know it, it's like my my passion really is to make workplace make people you know um happy and engaged at work so i i find that talking to people um is is one way to do that and from you know from from going out to the sites and talking to different people the crew the people at the terminals and you know even my team um you know i find that people are people people <laughs> typically you know generally um they want the same things you know they want to be recognized for the work the good work that they do they want to be appreciated um you know, they want to do a good job, you know. Um, and, yeah, I I just try to keep that in my mind um, and, you know, to get that ball rolling. Well, to be honest, I also had to think and say, how do we do this, you mm-hmm. know. And actually, Kirsty was the one who helped me with that mm-hmm. quite a bit. She goes, well, why don't we look at, um, you know, people who who, who you know, are – are influencers mm. or people who peop- that, that the employees look up to, you know? And I said, yeah, that's a great idea, you know? So that's how we started. You know, we approached um, first the managers, uh, told them, look, this is our idea. Um, and then we approached the individual employees and say, hey, would you be happy to, to help us out with this? This is what we're planning to do, and this is what we want to achieve. And it just sort of... Um, grew from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a challenge, people working different schedules, different places, but yeah, we got there. Yeah, it does sound a challenge because, um, you know, you've got the fact that, as we say, this is against the backdrop of us, us all having to work that bit extra, that bit harder post-COVID and all the challenges that come from that. Um, you're in this sort of multi-site environment and people um, not even on on their site, they're on a boat yes. somewhere between Auckland and Waiheke <laughs> or, or the Great Barrier. And um, you, you're, you're asking them, on top of all this other stuff that they're doing, to give their time... Um, you know, for for, the, for for your work. Yeah. How did you make sure that, you know, that they did that? And how did they react to being asked to be involved? Well, th- people, they were, they were generally very keen, mm. you know. Um, and the, 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 the concern was, oh, but I'm working, yes. you know. And so we tried as much as possible to... Um, 
to, you know, change the roster so that we, you know, these people w could be available to attend. Um, other people um, were happy to come in on their days off um, to, to do the workshops and participate. Um, and admittedly, there were some who just couldn't get away, you know, but on the whole, um, we, we had quite a, a, a good group of people and, um, yeah, we just it just happened. Uh, nice. I think I think it, it helped that you know having the the support of our CEO was yes. um, was a big thing. And I, I've been very lucky. Um, you know, I've got the support of the CEO and the board um, on 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 the people and culture initiatives. Um, you know, well, that's that's such a critical t thing in trying to get get things done. I mean, clearly, yeah. getting the involvement of um, staff and uh, sort of line managers is something that you you effectively did and got people to come in on change people's rosters or people coming on days off sh shows great support at that level. What is it that you did that, that got the support of your 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 CEO and board? How did you how did you manage to get them to really sort of focus and back you to do this? I'm not really sure, really, <laughs> that there was any single um, thing. But um, I really, you know, I really was just very clear about what I wanted to achieve at C-Link, which is, you know, as I said, you know, make make people's experience working at C-Link better. Um, C-Link's a great company, you know. Um, we have great people. And, you know, if we can even make, if we can make it even better, than what it already is, then wouldn't that be awesome? You know, that that's just what it was. Um, it, I mean, you know, having said that, you know, I'm not saying there are no problems, you know. There, there are problems, um, minor ones, that I think could easily be avoided. And, you know, when, when I think back and say, oh, maybe if, you know, we knew about that sooner, or maybe if um, someone just, had a chat with, with with about this thing, you know, th then we might have um, prevented some of those problems from happening. So we we are trying to do that now, you know, like let's try to um, be more proactive um, and you know try to involve more people. Um, I know people sometimes say the the more the more cooks there are, the, you know, um, what's the saying? I can't really yes, recall. The, the too many cooks spoil the broth. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but, you know, having said that, when it comes to feedback, I think, you know, good feedback, bad feedback, it's all good, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's really important. Um, and yeah. even more important is addressing it. And it's funny, you know, um, so uh, I was, you know, when I first introduced um, this project to like the leadership team and also to my team and you know people in the business or, or employees, I had like mixed reactions, you know, and so there was it, it ranged from well there was indifference and then skepticism, you know, about oh is this just old talk? Is this you know nothing's going to come out of it? Or um, but there was also like trepidation around uh, don't know what this is, you know, and so it's fear of the unknown, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's also like, um, oh, this is another thing for me to do, you know, for a manager, you know. So it, it was really a mix. But there's also people who are like, yeah, great, you know, they're excited and, uh, yeah, we've never done this, let's do this, um, this is great, you know. So 
it, it was quite a mix, yes. um, mix of um, reactions. And I think, um, generally speaking, I think everyone is quite on board with it. Everyone has been involved. Um, and now, you know, I think the, the next step for us is we've got we've developed our EVP, so we need to launch it to our people. Um, but also we need to continue working on the recommendations that came out of the workshops that we did on how to improve our employee experience. Um, and we're using our employee experience network group to do that. Um, we're using a human-centered design approach. Um, so I, I'm not an expert on that, and I'm learning as I go. Um, but I think the, the really cool thing about that approach is that doesn't have to be perfect, you mm -hmm. know? And, you know, we can trial things, we can see what works, what doesn't work. Because um, I think for, for many people, um, the hesitation is always, uh, is it good enough or it's not perfect, you mm -hmm. know? And so that, that sort of hinders them from progressing with things. But I, I've sort of realized that it doesn't have to be perfect. So as long as, you know, we make an effort, e every small step, you know, um, to bring about positive change is, is good, I think. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's two things that um, seem to be happening, actually, to me. Is there's, there's one which you, you set off with a sort of quite a tangible thing, which is I want to develop my value proposition. It sounds like you're at the point where, right, okay, we've, we've developed that. We can, we can put that out and use yeah. that. And the other piece is, okay, so we've got we've got a process here that has giving us information about what the experience is like to work in this organisation, and we now have a sort of acceptance of we, we will try things out, see what makes a difference, see if it works, carry on with it if it does, stop it if it's not. Seems yeah. pretty practical kind of yeah. to me. Um, so if I was just to go back to the value proposition, what what in terms of that what is that going to give you a C-Link that you didn't have before? What will that enable you to do better, do you think? Um, it, it helps, well, not, you know, the, the, the easy and probably tangible um, answer is like, oh, in terms of um, branding, it, it will help guide us when we are trying to recruit people, you know, and attract people people. But more so, you know, more than that, it's really having that cohesive um, proposition or that cohesive, those cohesive statements about ceiling that help guide the work that we do into the future, you know. Um, so because we have this, uh, what's in it for me, um, working at ceiling, when we, tr when we try to introduce new things, or when we go about, um, you know, our day-to-day -day resolving issues and all these things, um, you know, having that at the back of your mind, I think, um, helps create a culture as well. That you know, these are the good things that we're being no that 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 we're known for and that we should stand by. So if there's something that, you know, maybe there's a suggestion and it doesn't quite fit that, then we know oh, maybe not, you know, or. Let's let's throw it to the group and see what they say. Um, you know, see if that will work or not. So, um, yeah, that, that's just how, how 
how we would go about it, I suppose. Right. So it sounds like you're saying with that that we we now have something that we can sort of live by in the, yes. the organisation yeah. as well as some words that we can put out yeah. and will help guide our sort of decision making on things and guide people as to whether this is the place they, they want to work or, or, yes. or not. Yeah. And uh, it also guides us with our employee experience. Yes. You know, like... Um, if you know if we say oh like you know we found you know people like to connect they like connection and teamwork you yes. know that's that's one of our evp uh, pillars um you know so our maritime's quite a fun group of people <laughs> you know um so we, we try to provide more opportunities um for them to do that and it doesn't always have to be the social part of it right it's the day-to-day, um, you know, trying to find those connections, um, you know, whether it's catching up in a, you know, meeting first thing in the morning or whether it's um, a weekly thing, you know, or just having, you know, spending maybe lunches together or, you know, whatever. Um, but it's we, – we now have things that we can focus on and, you know, say, oh – this let, let's try to um, focus on on this bit or that bit. You know, it's a it's a it's like a guidepost for us in some sense. Yeah, because I think and I think this is really interesting because obviously in the last few years there's been sort of tremendous acceleration of changes in the workplace, and my, my sense is that 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 um, acceleration isn't necessarily going to slow down. We're in for quite a roller coaster over the oh, next yes. year or so, I suspect. So you you seem to have a model that allows you. Um, it, to actually be quite a dynamic organisation in that in that sense of um, you're going to be able to uh, sort of change courses needed and um, I'm sorry I'm just very conscious when I use wor- words and phrases like changing course and boarding in, in your industry <laughs> they have a different meaning as well um, but but yeah to, so uh, you have this sort of focus to, to, towards the future I, I think and how, how do you see that going how do you see as you know what's it going to be like um, given it's perhaps very different from what you saw it being like a year ago to mm. now, what what do you think it's going to be like in another year's time? Where will this you know journey take you, employee experience? Yeah, well, I, I'm hoping we'll have um, you know worked on some of the recommendations that have come out mm. previously and working on new things as well. So, with our employee experience network group. Um, We've we've sort of agreed that membership to that group would be you know um, between nine to twelve months, and then it would be on a rotational basis. Mm-hmm. So it would give other people the opportunity to join the the group and to take part, you know. And so I think that's one way that we keep in touch with our employees, uh, with our people, um, and it's I I'm just a facilitator in that right. group, really, um, you know. So. This group will lead, um, you know, the the you know the focus or the um, maybe the smaller actions that or that that need to happen. Um, they will help guide where we're going. So yes, there may be change, but I'd like to think that because we have this group and you know we're continuing to meet monthly and continuing to work on ideas that come out that will still be relevant you know we hopefully people the the people experience will be much better um it already is good but i think you know there's always room for improvement and you know 
we'll have a new way of working, which hopefully by that time will be old, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it will just be the norm to be collaborative and, you know, get people together in a group and ask them, you know, and Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, these things about getting collaboration in the workplace, you know, uh, being able to be agile in responding to changing demands from the workplace, both in terms of what the workforce need and the wider mm -hmm. environment, these, these are all very important things. Um, you know, I can imagine someone at some point is going to be quite hard-nosed about this a little bit, say, sorry, some really sort of tangible results that are going to come from this. Mm -hmm. what, what do you anticipate those to be or what have they been already? Perhaps they might be in terms of better recruitment, better retention, mm. some sort of financial results. What, what sort of things like that do you have already or are you expecting to come from this? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we are expecting, um, as you said, you know, better recruitment so we we can... Um, you know, sort of refine how we how we recruit, um, and well, aside from that, you know, um, I think getting get be, getting people um, involved in this way, you know, helps um, you know give them ownership as well of of some of the um, actions um, that that come out of this uh, initiative. So. You know, typically or normally, you know, management has to do all the, oh, it's management's decision and, um, you know, management needs to act on this, you know. But I think it, it, it's, you know, having that collaboration and sharing ownership for, for, for some of these initiatives and improvements, I think gives people more purpose, you know, and... Um, I, I, you know, one of the the um, tangible um, things that I can see is like, uh, you know, we'll have um, less turnover, mm -hmm. um, better retention, as you say, um, and then maybe even a, you know, um, a more cohesive um, workforce where, um, you know. People know everybody. People, are, you know, it's just the norm to talk yeah. to people outside of your team. Um, you know, uh, things like that. Oh yes, I mean, I think what you're really talking to there is very much about the culture of the organisation and the benefits you get from establishing a kind of collaborative culture, which yeah. gives people ownership. Um, that really then uh, would, I, I suspect, be reflected in engagement scores. That as a yeah, sort of lead and, measure. And you know what people say, right? If you if you take care of your people, they'll take care of your customers. You yes. know? And I've found that, you know, we really do have quite a dedicated um, team. Um, you know, they, they go above and beyond for our customers, you know, which I've, it's, it's really awesome to see. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, by making them more involved, you know, I think that just will, you know, translate into how... Um, how, how we um, interact with our customers and, you know, how we, because um, it's not, I mean, I'd, I'd like to say, um, yes, we'll, you know, productivity will be better and all that, but, you know, that, I think that's one, one benefit that, that, that will be there. And after all, we are a business, you know, but having said that, I, th I think, you know, 
I am in people and culture. So for me, um, aside from, you know, that, I think if our people are happy, our customers are happy, we meet, you know, our targets or we're successful in everything that we do, we provide the best service that we can to our customers. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, that, that's, that's where I think... That's great because that's really about how this work around culture and engagement and EVP kind of drives through mm. to customer benefit, which is then ultimately, you know, what... That's what, the, yeah. What, yeah. That, that, that's what we're all about, really. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, And that's, that's fantastic because we, we know from our, our maturity assessment that we do with our members, we know that the number one thing on, on HR managers' minds about where they really want to improve to to give business benefit is actually working on their EVP. That's the single mm. biggest thing. Um, and the overall area that organisations uh, want to improve in terms of it being important to their business need is about culture and engagement. And I think this, you know, work that you've talked through, you know, very much started with that single thing about yeah. EVP and then expanded out into being about culture and engagement. And... Um, you're very modest, I think, about your role in there being the, the heart and the brains behind it. Um, but, you know, and, and you've talked about, uh, you know, getting in lots of people involved and so lots of people part in, in getting information and now taking it forward in your network. But um, if you were to sort of call out perhaps two or three other people that you think made a really significant contribution to this project, who would they be and what did they do to make this project successful? Well, it, Kirsty Thomas is one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, she's been amazing, really. Um, she's helped um, shape the project uh, and, you know, provide that pr the perspective that I probably wouldn't have been able to get, you know. So the, um, and then, as you said, you know, I'm not, I can't do this all by myself, but it's also the people in the... Um, that, that we've tapped to help us with the workshops and the employment uh, employee experience network group, um, their contribution is really invaluable, you know. And then there's my team and the um, senior leadership team, you know. There's just too many <laughs> to, to, to mention. <laughs> that um, was too limiting, two or three. It's yeah, like, yes, it's and like, this is big like an Oscar acceptance speech <laughs> that goes on for, for a very long time. But yeah, it, because yeah. really, you know, when, when you work in the people space, um, you can't do it alone, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I find it's really important to take people on the journey with you. Um, because at the end of the day, what I do and what, you know, people in human resources do, it's really um, people, you know. Mm. People, it's, uh, people are at the heart of everything that we do. So I think the easiest way to do that is to get everyone involved. I mean, I don't have all the answers, you know, and... Um, I think it's easier to ask people what they think than to think of the answers myself. Um, so that's, you know, I've just gone about it that way. Um, I also find that it saves me a lot of time, you know, just asking people, then trying to come up with the ideas myself and then then try to perfect it and then giving it out and saying, what do you think? You know, it's I think it's just easier to go directly. But, yes, yeah, you said, it's just too too difficult to name just three. 
Okay. So <laughs> thank you for that. That's very, very clear. And I, there is a very clear message there about not, not overthinking things. Like yes. just yourself and not sort of over-polishing something. Like... Um, uh, going out and asking people what, what they want and what they think, going out and getting their views. And, of course, lots of people talk about doing that, but the mm. critical piece on that so that people continue to tell things to actually do something with yes. that feedback. Yeah. And it sounds like that's that's something that you've done throughout this project to, to evolve it and ensure yeah. it's happening and embed it. Yes. Um, you know, that, that sort of... Uh, sort of brings that sort of circle round from from sort of where, where we started, you know, back to your kind of values and that. And I, I often, uh, when I come into into the office here, I, I look up at our billboard that we have as the EMA, uh, you know, which has some sort of message on. And and I was wondering, you know, if, if uh, Tina Evangelista could choose <laughs> what that message would be to, to put put on put on that billboard for for people to kind of you know give them some guidance in terms of how they could work better or how they contribute to society better. What what, what sort of message would you would you put up on that billboard? I think um, you know, like when people when people come and ask, um, you know. Uh, whether you know you're a CEO or whether you're a team leader or a super, when when people come and approach and ask um, for for something or they want to do something, um, I, my default is yes. So I always say try to say yes. You know, don't always think no first and foremost, but try to say yes uh, and think about you know um, why can't we say yes? You know, um, rather than no. Um, it's not mentioned anywhere, so we can't do it. You know. Well, I think as long as you're complying with legislation, you're looking after people. You know. Well, why not? If it doesn't cause any harm, well, why not? Just say yes. <laughs> I think yeah. Um, and and I think saying yes is easier <laughs> than saying no all the time. You know. And I think by saying yes, it gives it gives people an opportunity. Um, to uh, you know, come and ask for things, and it it it, it it's a source of um, different perspectives. It encourages people to start discussions, you know, because if you say no all the time, you know, people are not going to approach you or not going to tell you, oh, this is what we need, this is what we, you know. It's like let's listen to people. Um, Consider things. Um, well, why not? Just, just say why not, you know. And yeah, I, I like saying yes. <laughs> right. Okay. So if we can get get those words yes or yes. why not up on yeah. the billboard, that would yeah. kind of be 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 your short message. answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Short answer is yes. And absolutely, because that that is the encourager to then yes. tell me more about it and get more information, which is clearly what you're you're yeah. doing in in this project. Um, so I, I found it really interesting sort of delving into into this because what's come out very strongly is kind of your values around this and the way in which you have um, very, very, uh, with a very light touch, been able to involve a lot of people and affect a lot of a lot of change at a time mm. of sort of great, you know, great events that, that are happening against that background. And you seem to have a path to the future that's going to going to serve serve Sea Link and yourself well in, in in making those changes and making sure that the business is successful and that the customer is happy and that the staff are productive. So I think that's um, a terrific project to, to hear about. Um, 
So, um, and I think that kind of brings brings us brings us to close. Is, is there any sort of final thing you want to say that you think? Oh, I really want people to kind of take this message away from today, or this is the key thing that I personally have learned from this project. Um, learnings for me, well, as you said, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, and um, it's also okay not to have all the answers, um, you know. And I, the way I see it is. Um, let people guide you, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in what you're doing. Um, uh, yes, uh, you know, there are times when, you know, you're going to have to put your foot down and say, actually, we can't do it, and these are the reasons why, you know. I think it's it's quite important to communicate um, and, you know, to say, you know, if, if you say you're going to do something, then you need to follow through. Yeah. I think that's that's really important. Um, otherwise, people will lose trust. Um, you know. Um, yeah. 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 I think that I think that follow through is that absolute piece that goes with yours. You're sort of saying yes. It's like yep. Well, I've now actually got to do something because that then continues that kind of virtuous circle yeah. of getting information. Um, so yeah, that's been that's been really so interesting he- hearing about it and what what you've done there. I think what you've got is a um, you know, we talk about things in terms of a dynamic workplace, and I think it sounds like that's what you're you're building there, mm. and and have there in terms of something that's able to take on the views of staff, uh, and uh, navigate the change that's needed, and and deliver what's needed. Mm. So. Uh, um, I'd like to thank you so much for oh, coming you, in and talking about it, uh, for talking to so generously about the contribution of others, of all the team, the the uh, the, the people experience group, the employee experience group that you put together, um, talking about Kirsty Thomas's uh, contributions to that and the way that she's she's helped you navigate that. So I'd like to thank you very much for that. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that's the end of uh, this particular. Uh, episode of the dynamic workplace Um, you know we will be looking to bring uh, more episodes about other organizations and successes that they've had but um, obviously thank you very much to Tina for sharing her experience today uh, and thank you for everyone for, for listening to this podcast thank you